Dave and Darren, this is Real Alternative Radio, Planet 93.9. Thursday mornings means Mike Schultz from the River Cities Reader joins us live here in studio to talk about the movies that he has seen. He is a movie critic and an editor there at the River Cities Reader, and we welcome him to the show. Hey there, Mike. Good to be here. How you doing, guys? We're great, man. Good, good. Great. So I'm, I'm trying to think. Last time we talked, Lisa Frankenstein. You were getting excited to go see Lisa Frankenstein, well, the new excited. Diablo Cody movie. Excited huh? is a relative term. <laughs> I, I, I was okay with it. Yeah, you know Diablo, she's precious. She's a precious cat. You know she she writes some tweed dialogue. Yeah, that's what and drives. Yeah. What is it too like when Juno came out? It was like, oh, that's really neat. And then the second time she did the magic trick, it was like, yeah. oh, this is You're insufferable. Like, oh, this is your thing. Am I alone in that? No, not at all. Um, no one talks like this. Nobody talks like this. Yeah, I mean, she's, and she's got skill. You know, I mean, she does know how to write a line and she can get a laugh. Yeah. She's good. And actually, the movie is set in 1989, which kind of works for her style because everything was kind of italicized and sardonic in those days. And we were just getting over valley speak, you know, finally. So it works. The biggest problem with the movie, it's about a teenage girl who uh, a lightning bolt comes and hits a graveyard and resurrects a Victorian pianist, and he falls in love with the girl, and she's kind of goth and weird like Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice, and they fall in love. The movie's fine. It's just really badly directed, and every once in a while you see a movie where it's like, I, I can see how this could play if it was done better, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and what's too bad about that, excuse me, is that... It's the first movie by Zelda Williams, who is Robin Williams' daughter, huh? and uh, and she doesn't, but she doesn't have a lot of skill. And it's one of those things where you've been through a lot already, you know. So you kind of want to leave her alone and say it's not that it's all your fault, but but it's mostly but your the fault. script is okay and the actors are decent and it's and it's pretty clever. Um, and it is a little nastier than I expected it to be. For a PG thirteen, it's still it should have been an R rated Heather's kind of movie, and it's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of listless. It just it just kind of sits there, and the camera always seems to be in the wrong place for the for the jokes she's trying to tell. So it's like, well, all right, that's well, no good. No, not really. <laughs> no, that it, it hurts a little bit, uh, and some jokes are shot so that you can't even tell what's going on until after the fact. You're like, oh, that's what you were going for, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, it kind of it kind of hurt. It's it's not terrible, but it was it was uh, it was it was that might be best. one that you save for streaming. Huh? Yeah, at at best. Yeah. You also saw a movie called Out of Darkness. Yeah, this is this is the shame of of my weekend is that uh, Lisa Frankenstein I didn't really care for, and the other two movies I really liked, and they're both gone today. Oh no! So yeah, so one of them is Out of Darkness, which we talked about a little last week. This is the one set forty five thousand years ago, yeah. and it's all about prehistoric man getting in a boat and trying to go to a place where there actually is some food and the weather doesn't suck all the time. And they get there, and as soon as the sun sets, they start hearing these creepy kind of Blair Witch Project-y sounds in the background, and that leads to uh, people getting uh, kind of gruesomely killed and abducted, and no, and you don't know what it is. You don't know if it's like supernatural forces or another tribe of prehistoric people or what. Um, but it's only a cast of six, and so it's really, it's really kind of compact, uh, really well shot, great sound effects, and uh, and it ends in a way that just made me that kind of hurt my stomach. Where it was like, oh, that's what's been going on this whole time. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so 
Uh, so yeah, it was really good. It'll probably right. be streaming within minutes. Don't don't answer this if, okay. if you don't want to. Okay. But you say it takes place in prehistoric times. Yes. Do we find out it's not prehistoric times? It's after a we nuclear do. war. We do not. Okay, because that would drive me. <laughs> they they play they. Play you maniac! <laughs> you blew it up. They don't they don't push I that button again. At that would that would have made me smile. Oh, but but it no, gives you so a it's stomach ache at the end, huh? A little bit where it was. Yeah, I'll tell you guys off air if you're interested. There's but, a different um, twist, though. Yeah, it's a twist I didn't see coming, and I was okay. like, "Oh goodness, okay." All right. Um, but really well done, worth it when you when you get a chance to see it. It's good. And then what's the teachers' lounge? Yeah, this is up for best international feature films. One of the the foreign titles uh, that we got. It was uh, it was really really strong. I'll give you the, the synopsis: is it's uh, it's set in Germany, present day Germany. And it's kind of like the thank, thank God I can't yeah, do right, Germany. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it was just last week. Zone of interest. <laughs> um, present day Germany, and it's kind of like the inverse of every inspirational teacher movie you've ever seen, uh, like Dead Poet Society and mm-hmm. Lean on Me and Dangerous Minds and stuff. Because this is about an idealistic teacher who cannot win for two hours. Uh, it's set in a school, middle school. Uh, she has a sixth grade class, and there's been a series of burglaries in the cl- in the school. Uh, teachers getting ripped off of their money. So she sets up her laptop in the teacher's lounge with her jacket left on the chair and a big wad of cash. And she's like, I'll just catch whoever does it. She finally, she goes back to the, to the laptop to watch the footage, and you just see a blouse, an arm of a blouse, reach into the pocket and take it. The blouse pretty obviously is the school office administrator who uh, you, you don't really like from the start, and she's kind of you know, sketchy. And she gets accused of the crime because we've got this proof on the laptop. Except she does not have proof because you can't see my face and anyone could be wearing that blouse. And by the way, I'm going to sue you because you are not allowed to have a camera in the teacher's lounge without telling anyone. The accused woman has a son in this teacher's class who turns all the kids against the teacher, saying, she's unjustly accusing my mom. And it escalates and goes worse and worse. And then the, the woman gets interviewed by the school newspaper, and you're like, don't answer a que- don't answer anything, because these are woke kids. Oh, no. Who know their rights and know how to trap somebody into saying the wrong thing. It was so thrilling and funny and you like Schadenfreude, except you yeah. like her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was great. It was oh, I real... should have never done this. I should have never done this, yeah. and I'm a, I'm a fool for thinking that actually my my you know, my gumption and my yeah we can we can do it and we can work together as a team, kids, is going to make any difference in 2024. Oh uh, wow, in this school, it was something else. It was kind of Anatomy of the Fall ish in terms of the plot just kept surprising me and it kept getting. Darker and nastier, and uh, man, I had a good time. The Germans know how to make a nasty thriller, I, I tell you. But they that's not playing skill. anymore here. Sadly, no. It okay. was never playing here. It was at uh, Iowa City, okay. um, but I caught it in Chicagoland when I was back over the weekend. And it's also gone at the two venues it was at in Iowa City. So, hmm. yep, another one to look forward to streaming. Well, we have two big movies that opened up last night. Yeah. Uh, Madam Web okay, so is, is the it, one that I'm very Madam, excited about you watching. Is it watching. Madam or is it Madame because it's got the E in the end? Is it... Uh, oh, is it Madame Web? I mean, I don't know. I've I would always, imagine I've it's Madam, I've but... I've it, always heard it's Madam. Okay, let's go with that. 
right? But I, I've been wondering. But so. see, this is what I don't understand, because my remembrance of the comics is that Madame Web was a super old woman. Yes, apparently. And she, now and she was like in a coma or something? Yeah. And, yeah. and now it's young Dakota, hot Dakota, now it's Johnson. Dakota Johnson. So how does that work? I don't know. This thing, the reviews. June Squibb wasn't available, so, you know. The reviews on this, Mike. That's what I hear. I want to watch it with you. And the thing is, <laughs> I don't think my eyes will be on the screen. I want to watch you ingest this thing, because I think you're going to. One, one of the reviews that we were reading yesterday says it's like it's almost as good as The Room, in terms oh, of it's no. so bad really? that it demands repeat viewings. Oh, no. Oh, hi, Mark. It's oh, that. Hi, Mark. It's that. Oh, it's no. a, according to again what a lot of other critics. Are I saying. did see where it what fifteen percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. That's not great. That's, That's really about as not low great. as it gets. Oh, and those trailers are unbearable. They're re- It looks shoddy as all get out. That's, it looks really cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I well, okay. You have to go see it. Though, I do right? have to see it, and I've I've also have other friends who are like, you gotta tell me what that experience is like because I'm not going. In a switch from the typical genre, Madam Web tells the standalone origin story of one of Marvel's publishing's most enigmatic heroines, which means unknown. Right. Which this is we want under the radar. We've already made eleven. Right. How how else can we milk this thing? <laughs> The suspense-driven thriller stars Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Webb, a paramedic in Manhattan who develops the power to see the future and realizes she can use that insight to change it. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she forges a relationship with three young women bound for powerful destinies if they can all survive a deadly presence. I don't hate that pitch. I don't hate the pitch. Couldn't it have been Jack Webb? That would have been way more fun. Yeah, we floated that idea yesterday. I was oh seriously, I would yeah. see that. And yeah, okay. Sydney Sweeney is Spider Woman. I I mean, do they? I don't know their identities. She's one of the teen girls. Do they all become heroes? I assume. I in don't the know, Spider. Man. Well, I mean, the Spider Verse movies have taught us that there are trillions of these things out there. So. Oh, I wonder. Do you so. have to see the Spider Verse movies for this to make sense? Oh, probably not. I, who knows? Who cares? Now keep I, in I mind, this we'll is. A, I this, like Dakota Johnson. This is a Marvel movie, but it's part of the Sony yes, Marvel verse. So that's the Venom. So it doesn't Morbius directly group, tie right? into the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, although it kind of does. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from this. It doesn't. Oh, we'll see. Uh huh. Okay, I'll let you know. Also, uh, opened uh, last night the Bob Marley biopic "Bob Marley One Love." Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrates the life and music of an icon who inspired generations through his message of love and unity. On the big screen for the first time, discover Bob's powerful story of overcoming adversity and the journey behind his revolutionary music, produced in partnership with the Marley family and starring Kingsley Ben Adir. Yes, yeah, the legendary musician. Yeah, and I hear this one, like a lot of biopics lately, covers a really narrow time frame. I think it starts in '76, yeah. if I'm right, where they had the assassination attempt on him and his wife got shot. And I think it takes you only through like the next two years. So, hmm. and I'm on board with those. I like those. Yeah. You know, like Oppenheimer. Yeah. You know, uh, Maestro. They're all. You know, I like that. Just keep it specific. So, yeah. my my only reservation about this is. When the biopic is produced with the family, yeah, what are we getting? We're getting a We're commercial getting a for the up. guy. We'll right? get a cleaned up version where, right? the, where they might touch on some of his failings, but you're not going to hear a lot about. That's it. just it's mostly going to be heroic. I, yeah. So, right? Yeah. Do they even, do they even cover his death? Uh, no, because that would have been eighty one, right? Yeah, right. Okay, so probably not. It'll probably be an end title credits card yeah. saying and he died. Yeah. You know, 
Um, and I don't even think... Yeah, Exodus came in that period, right? Like 76 to 78? Yeah. I okay. Think, well, Ex- Exodus is 80, right? Oh, so, okay. I couldn't remember. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 anyway, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I like Kingsley Benadir. He's great, actually. Uh, and those... I'm glad to finally see it so I can stop seeing the preview because that's another movie where you see the preview before every movie that mm. comes out. Um, it but looks it, like looks they have fun. several showings at the last picture house. Yeah, one. It's playing the, and it's playing on a bunch of screens at uh, Cinemark, too, uh-huh. at least three, I think. Yeah. yeah, they're expecting this to do really well. Has there been a buddy cop movie with uh, Kingsley Benadire and Ben Kingsley? No, but that should happen. How right? do we make this happen? Who right? do I have to talk to? I don't know. I don't even know that you need a script. Just those it does two, right itself. Just solving crimes. Yeah, seriously. We should mention also at the last Picture House in downtown Davenport, they're doing something. Uh, the Oscar-nominated short films for live action and the Oscar-nominated short films for animation. I am so stoked. I have been waiting for for this for twenty years. Uh, seriously, because I mean that's been a thing. I'm not sure it's been twenty years, uh, but it's been a thing for at least ten. And Iowa City's done a great job over at Film Scene of doing this. But the their scheduling is perverse because they, it's it's like we got animated at one and then documentary at seven, and I'm mm. like I can't stick around yeah, Iowa right. City for four and a half hours, nor can I go there two days in a row. You right. know, and, yeah. or, and I could, I just I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's four hours in the car. Um, so yes, and I've been waiting for the Cinemark to bring it or Moline, and no, but the the Last Picture House boys, thank you. Well, look at this tomorrow. Tomorrow, and this looks like it's made for Mike Schultz tomorrow, uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. Perfect for the animation, <laughs> and then the live action, four o'clock. Perfect. Grab uh-huh. some cocktails in the middle, and you are set to go. There, get some nachos. <laughs> makes We're good. That makes all the sense in the world. I love it. Uh, I, I'm on board. It also looks like. The first Dune is playing at the last picture house, but that ends tonight. Yeah. That's one you should see on the big screen. I think that's gone. They are, though, opening what? Um, Do the Right Thing, I know, is opening this weekend, which is the grandest. Wow. And I'm trying to think what else. There was one other old-timey-ish movie. Fight Club is coming back. Fight Club is Saturday night. 25th anniversary, if you want to feel old. Oh, wow. Yeah, how about that? Wow. I don't need any help. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, next time we talk, we'll talk about Madame or Madame Webb. Madame Webb. And uh, and the Bob Marley picture, huh? Yeah, and the shorts. And there's also, if I get around to it, there's a new Russell Crowe at the Cinemark, if you can believe it. What? It's called Land of Bad. I don't know anything about it, except it's like military guys and jungles and Milo Ventimiglia is in it, and Liam Hemsworth. What? And Russell Crowe. I looked at the schedule for Cinemark, and I did not even see this. Yeah, Land of Bad. Land of Bad. Don't know a thing about it aside from And the Russell Crowe is the lead. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm looking at it here. Land of Bad. Would you like to know a little bit about it? I would it? love to learn it about it. It stars this. Russell Crowe and Liam Hemsworth. A covert special forces operation in the South Philippines spirals into a brutal 48-hour battle for survival. When an elite extraction team is ambushed deep in enemy territory, rookie officer Kinney, played by Hemsworth, is left outnumbered but determined to leave no man behind. With an airstrike closing in, Kinney's only hope hinges on the guidance of Air Force drone pilot Reaper, played by Russell Crowe, okay. navigating unknowable danger. Where every move could be their last. Yeah, it could. You're not going to see this. Probably not. <laughs> I've got shorts to see. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go see something. That, 
is nominated for Academy yeah, Awards. Right. He's Mike <laughs> Schultz. He is the movie critic and an editor at the River Cities Reader. You can read his reviews in the pages of the River Cities Reader and online at rcreader.com. And I should also mention this, because I don't know that we've done a good enough job uh, mentioning this. Hmm. On our, our feedback that we're getting from listeners, people mm-hmm. telling us what they love and, yes, they, and, they, and the they, they like about the station, uh, there have been a couple of people who have commented that they really appreciate when Mike comes in to talk about the movies. Oh, that's so cool. But they've said they wish there was a way to listen to when Mike's here on demand. There ah, has been this entire time. There has uh, been. This, this here uh, segment yeah. is posted on oh, yeah. the River Cities Reader website, It right? is indeed. You just have to go there for it. Yeah. Yes. We try to keep like almost a year's worth at a time because otherwise our the page gets overloaded like Well, mad. I think that's fair. But <laughs> And so right now I think they go back to like last May. You can listen to any no of our convos kidding. for the last yeah. uh, nine months or so. So yeah, you won't yeah. find them here, but you'll find them there. Yeah. 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 So and it, that's through your generosity and very coolness and sending them to me. Thank well, you. we are very cool, Appreciate Mike. That. You are. And, very cool, David. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, right? He's Mike Schultz and we thank you for joining us. Mike, thanks, man. A pleasure.